Hello, my lovely ones, and welcome to Mumming with Magli, the podcast for any mum who has absolutely no idea what the fuck she's doing. I'm Magli, your host, and I can confirm I have no idea what I'm doing. Join me every week as I try and tackle this parenting business, the ups and downs, and the many trials and tribulations. Other moms will also join us and share their story. Let's open up the conversation around the hardships of motherhood and all the pressure that comes with it. Hopefully, it'll make us all feel less alone in feeling lost and completely winging it. I know I am. Enjoy, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Hi team, welcome back onto the podcast, Magli here. I don't know why, but I'm feeling really needy and emotional today. I am on my period and, oh, little side note, I've been using natural cycles for the last like two months or so and I absolutely love it. It is so interesting learning about your cycle and the app is so, so clever. I could not recommend it more. Whether you're thinking about coming off, you know, hormonal contraception or maybe you're trying for a baby or just wanting to understand your body better. It's unbelievable. And it really gives you just complete autonomy and allows you to really understand your cycle and your body and yourself during your cycle. It's a 10 out of 10 from me. Anyway, that was (laughs) to confirm. I'm not like (laughs) sponsored by them or anything. Although natural cycles, if you listen to this and you want to sponsor the podcast, I'm a fan. So feel free to reach out. But It's something I'm really passionate about, you know, understanding ourselves and the body and connecting to ourselves. So yeah, um, little tip from me, get natural cycles. Anyway, I'm on my period. I'm hormonal and emotional, as I said. And I thought, what better place to come and chat and let off some steam and connect? It's funny. Do you ever find yourself in those moods where you don't want to talk to anyone, but also you're mega needy and you don't want to be alone? Well, that is me today. So I thought I'd chat to my family you guys. So I can only apologize for what comes out today. Not gonna lie. Probably just loads of random anecdotes and rants that have been building up. (laughs) And now my emotional self on my period just can't contain them anymore. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'm, I'm gonna set the scene. I'm recording this on a Thursday. And aside from my period, Thursdays bring a little bit of apprehension for me because So I lay that childminding on a Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And so obviously, I'm with her from the Friday to the Monday. And I feel bad saying this out loud, but sometimes that feels really, really long. And it's ridiculous because what did I think I was getting myself into when I had a kid other than spending time with her, right? But four days. (laughs) Four days fucking days. (laughs) Sometimes it just feels too much. And I feel awful saying that, but hopefully I'm not alone. And we're really lucky that normally Isla's auntie, Hannah, is able to have her on a Monday or Friday every like two or three weeks it works out normally. But it's just not worked out that way in quite a while, maybe four to five weeks because of her schedule, which obviously... (laughs) absolutely fine. But also, (laughs) Hannah, can you work your schedule around me? Because (laughs) apparently four days is too much with my own kid. (laughs) Honestly, Mondays just feel so long for me sometimes because sometimes I'm counting down the minutes until it's Tuesday and I can breathe a little bit, but also I'm feeling really guilty with the weight of feeling like that. And oh, yeah, it's it can be difficult. But on Thursdays, which for me is today as I record this, there's a little bit of apprehension of the long weekend ahead. And hopefully I'm not alone in feeling like that. And if you do feel like that, please holler. 
because sometimes I feel the need to like protect myself, if that makes sense, by saying hopefully I'm not the one that feels like that. Because I do sometimes worry that I come across a little bit negative regarding parenting. But like, oh my God, we can love our children, but also not love every aspect of the slog that comes with having children, if that makes sense. Sometimes I feel like on social media, if I complain about something or mock a tantrum that Isla is having, I'm going to be met with people saying, oh, but you wanted children. So basically I've made my bed. I should lie in it. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck off. Yes. Okay. But also I can adore my little girl, but not adore her going mental at literally absolutely nothing. Honestly, at the moment we're going through this phase where I could look at her and she'll start screaming. <laughs> George and I, the other night, um, we were having dinner together and like she was eating her dinner fine. And then we would look at her and talk to her and she would throw her fork. <laughs> but then if we didn't look at her, she would just be fine eating by herself. And it's like... <laughs> It's just, I could offer her to watch TV whilst eating crisps and she would just throw herself on the floor sometimes. Like, that's not fun. And that's my life at the moment. And no, no amount of yoga, in my humble opinion, will make you enjoy those moments. Yes, it helps how I react, but I'm sorry. It's also my prerogative to want to mentally wean off the dummy and then also shove it in her fucking mouth when she pipes up because I want just five minutes of peace, okay? <laughs> that is okay, yes. Hi, that's me. I do that. That's my life. <laughs> so sometimes I feel the need to be like, you know, tell me I'm not the only one because I feel like I need to protect myself and <laughs> hopefully I'm not the only crazy person. Oh my gosh, because I do feel, I feel crazy. I feel like I'm sometimes just going delirious. Tell me I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> for real though. On that note, does this happen to anyone? Does anyone's child behave better with their childminder? Isla doesn't need her dummy when she's with Helen, who is our childminder. And it's really, really annoying. Helen's always like, <laughs> the other morning I dropped Isla off. <laughs> and Helen, um, I can't remember what she said. And to confirm, she didn't at all say it in a bad way. Like, oh, Isla doesn't need the dummy when she's with me. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> she's honestly the best person in the world. But she mentioned in passing that like Isla wasn't using the dummy at all when she was with her. <laughs> and there I am dropping Isla off with her dummy in her mouth. And in my head, I'm like, <laughs> oh, however, Helen did give me this amazing top tip. Whilst I think about it, I'm going to insert my top tip Tuesday right now because it is the best. So every few months, she sends us this sheet with this list of like developmental milestones that Isla should be hitting ish, you know, at her age. And we tick them off and then we send them to her and she can sort of cross reference just to see what she should be doing at childminding. And I guess also for us to see, you know, the things that she's doing more with us or more with her, etc, etc. And on one of them, one of the questions was, does she recognize herself in the mirror? And I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so Helen suggested, if you put a little bit of paint or lipstick on your kid's nose without them realizing, although I'm not quite sure how you do that, but anyway, we're going to try. And then you place them in front of a mirror. If they wipe the mirror, it means that they think that it's someone else in the mirror. But if they wipe their own nose, it means that they recognize themselves in the mirror. How clever 
is that? I haven't tested it yet, but I will let you guys know. And hit me up if you have any other top tips. You can send them to me by email, hello at magliswift.com or DM me on Instagram at magliswift underscore. Yes, which brings me onto the fact, I actually can't believe that I'd forgotten to like mentally note that I should talk about this. I, guys, big news. I've decided to merge my two Instagram accounts. At the risk of sounding really silly in all first world problems, because this really is a first world problem, my Instagram situation, for lack of a better word, having two accounts and how I show up on both of these accounts has actually been occupying an annoyingly large amount of headspace for me. My, I guess, what became known as my yoga account was my first original account. And then, you know, slowly and steadily became like a half business account as well, where I would share yoga stuff, but also personal stuff. And then when I became a mom, obviously I started posting a lot about my motherhood journey and what that looks like. And as you guys know, that wasn't always smooth sailing for me. And I felt a lot of anger and frustration. And I think therefore I wanted to create a little bit of a barrier, I guess, to try and keep some sort of tangible aspect of the pre-mum Magli still alive. So when I started the podcast, I started what became known as my podcast page on Instagram, Mumming with Magli. And that was great. But then slowly, I started to feel a little bit not necessarily disconnected or misaligned, but I just struggled to know how to show up on each page. And I started to feel less like I needed to compartmentalize my life as I, you know, was realizing and I'm continuing to realize every day that actually my identity as a mom and my struggles, you know, in my journey of being a mom, I don't need to keep that separate to my identity as a yoga teacher and as a space holder and actually they can not only coexist but really complement each other and so I've decided it's been a long time coming I've been thinking about this for a while but I finally bit the bullet this week or last week when you guys hear this to merge my two accounts so really exciting so now yes on Instagram you can find me at Magli Swift underscore who the fuck already had Magli Swift I'm not sure Because let's face it, there's only one Magli Swift here. (laughs) But anyway, um, I'm the one with the underscore. So hopefully if you haven't found me already, you can find me now. I would love to hear from you. But yeah, big step. And I actually feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. I feel more aligned than I have in a really long time, allowing myself to live fully and embrace all my identities in me as one rather than feeling like I'm shape-shifting myself, if that makes sense. Actually, Shana, who I did a podcast with a while back, talks about embracing all of our identities. She's a life coach and she had some really incredible insights. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I really do recommend that you go back and find it because it was really, really inspiring, um, all of the things that she had to say on just us as humans and embracing our identities and not feeling like we need to compartmentalize our lives, which is, you know, something that I have felt for a really long time. And since speaking to her, I think I've been, you know, planting that seed and it's finally blossomed and I've taken action. So yeah, really, really good. Anyway, um, when I was ranting about Isla, something came to me and now I've forgotten. Oh yes, George. Oh my God. (laughs) 
<laughs> Guys, oh, okay. Do I have a rant and a half for you about George? Okay, I say George because he's my man and I say that as if I own him. <laughs> But you know what I mean? I mean, anyway, what I really mean is all men at the risk of being cancelled because, you know, nowadays you can't put all men in one bracket, God forbid. But seriously, men, guys, do you just not have any sort of house, home life, common sense bone in your body? George, the other day, and I know that I know, and I'm not just saying this to protect myself, I know that I'm not the only woman that feels like this. The mental load on us women, whether you're a mum or not, by the way, is unbelievable. It just happens to be a little bit extra or quite a lot extra when you do have kids. Needless to say, George the other day, okay, so we went to the pub with some friends and we were like, okay, we should pack a little bit of dinner for her, blah, blah, so she's not just eating crisps the whole evening. So we decided to make some pasta, so we made the pasta. <laughs> George brought, this is going to sound so small, but I'm sorry, sometimes it's the fucking smallest things that make the big things because it's like, how is your brain working? Like, this so easily could have not been an issue, but like, how is your brain working? George brought the biggest Tupperware known to man. And it's like also Tupperware that is like tall rather than flat and long. And it's just so impractical and inconvenient for Isla to use and eat out of when we're at the pub. And I just don't understand. And guys, look... <laughs> <laughs> Again, I know it's something so small, but I'm not gonna lie, I went irrationally ballistic. <laughs> We're at the pub with friends and I just absolutely went off on one. I completely snapped, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm on my period now, so it makes sense and that gives me a free pass, right? Honestly, I was like, George! Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then afterwards, I just, I wouldn't speak to him. <laughs> I was like giving him the silent treatment and giving him evils across the table at the pub because I was absolutely fucking raging about this Tupperware. But I'm just, I'm sorry, like we have so many Tupperwares in the cupboard. I just don't understand how George opened the cupboard and thought, you know what? <laughs> this tall Tupperware, this is exactly what I need right now. <laughs> Oh, she couldn't get it out. I had to go to the bar and ask them for a bowl. And oh, anyway, yeah, that was that. That is um, after a while though. I don't know if anyone else is like this. I It takes me a minute to get over stuff. Like I just need to spend a bit of time stewing my own anger. And then all of a sudden I'm over it and I'm, I can be like, right, George, I'm ready to talk to you again. Can you come give me a kiss? Can you come make it better? <laughs> and we were with friends and all of a sudden I started speaking to George and one of our friends was like, Maglia, are you over it now? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> but not so over it that, you know, I could let it go and not tell you guys. <laughs> and whilst we're on George, George, I'm really sorry. <laughs> and whilst we're on George, George, I have another bone to pick with you. I sent George to the supermarket the other day. I say that as if he's my minion, but you know, let's face it. <laughs> Just gonna leave that there. You guys can make of that what you will. Um, I said to George, can you go to the shops, please? We needed some bits. And I said, I'll send you a list. I didn't send him a list because, you know, I was doing other things. And he came back. Oh my goodness. I've never seen anything like it. He had literally bought the whole of Lidl. Everything that we needed, he hadn't purchased. However, anything that we've never even considered buying was in that trolley. Like, I honestly, I'm trying to think of examples, but now I can't actually think of examples. I wish I'd written examples down. I just... <laughs> 
I've never seen anything like it. I was like, what, what happened to you? Did your brain just stop? Like he bought the most random things that just, and not even stuff that like makes meals, just random shit. I was like, what, what can I do with this? This isn't, <laughs> this isn't useful. But the problem is, is that now <laughs> I feel like it's given him some sort of like, I don't know, free pass to not do the shopping. Because when I say like, George, can you go to the shops and get XYZ or or just go to the shop, not even get XYZ? He's like, are you sure I'm going to do it right? Do you not just want to go do it yourself? Fuck off. <laughs> just do it exactly as I say. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? Is that too much to ask? <laughs> that you just don't veer outside of the lines <laughs> that I give you. <laughs> oh my goodness, ladies, any bones that you want to pick with your co-parent, let me know. Or you know what? Maybe you're not a parent and you just want to rant. That's also okay. No judgment. It's a safe space. Let me know. Send them in, please. Make me feel better that I'm not the only one losing my shit and resenting my mental load at my partner. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you can DM me on Instagram or send them to me via email. Oh, gosh, I needed that, didn't I? <laughs> Seriously, though, that mental load, I don't think enough gets like spoken about it. It is heavy. It is fucking heavy. At the moment, I'm going through a stage. I honestly, I don't know what to cook for dinner. I just, it's like I've never cooked a meal in my life. So much so. I just... I'm bored of eating, like I'm obviously not bored of eating because I love food, but also I just can't be bothered thinking of what to make for dinner. And I just, I'd almost rather not eat dinner than have to think about what to make for dinners every day of every fucking week, of every month, of every year. <laughs> when you think, oh my God, I've never thought of it like that. When you think <laughs> that as a mum, you're more likely than unfortunately in society nowadays, this is what it's like as a mum, or a woman at home, you are more likely to cook dinner every night for the rest of your life <laughs> compared to your partner. How fucking scary is that? I'm so sorry <laughs> for that thought. If you're a woman listening to the, oh my God, oh my God, I'm having an existential crisis <laughs> live on the podcast, guys. <laughs> breathe. It's going to be okay. We will get through this together. Right. I promise I do have something positive to share with you. I'm going to share it now. I went to the most amazing Pilates event on Saturday. It was held by a friend of a friend. Her name is Harriet, Harriet Heath. If um, you would like to find her, she, oh, it was, it was just the whole thing. She's wholesome. The event was wholesome. My friend Becca, who, you know, introduced me to it. She's wholesome. <laughs> It was just a Saturday morning of pure wholesomeness. Honestly, why don't I go to London more? I think, so I live North Essex and I think sometimes, and the event was in London in case I wasn't clear. And I think sometimes London just feels really far away. It feels like, oh, I don't know, I need to mentally prepare myself to go into London. Also, we haven't got a station in the town that I live in. So most places I need to drive where I need to drive to a station and it just feels like a hassle. But actually the event was near, I think it was Canning Town, near Canary Wharf. Um, anyway, it only took me like 40, 45 minutes to drive there, which when you think about it, I feel like when you live in London, it takes most people that amount of time to get wherever they're going anyway. Needless to say, I think I'm going to make the effort to go into London because 
this is something that I do struggle with living, you know, I don't live in the sticks, but I do live in a small town, sort of in the outskirts of Essex. And sometimes it does feel like there's not a lot going on and I can feel a little bit bored, sadly. <laughs> We're here because of George's job, blah, 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 cue fucking societal existential crisis here that I'm... Anyway, let, that is a whole other kettle of fish and can of worms that I'm not really in the headspace <laughs> to unpack right now. But we're working on that, guys, aren't we? Because my yoga platform, I'm becoming an internet sensation. I have merged my Instagrams. My personal brand is, you know, in the works, so to speak. We're going to make it happen. Natural Cycles is about to sponsor the podcast, right? And um, so is Harriet because I've, <laughs> I've plugged her. <laughs> her event and now everyone's gonna show up to Canary Wharf, Canning Town, wherever it was. <laughs> and um she's gonna become famous via me and therefore I'm gonna make loads of money and I'm gonna be <laughs> able to jet off and live wherever I wanna live and just do whatever the fuck I wanna do and not be here in Essex because I have to because you know George, thank you very much George and let me bow down to your feet because you pay the mortgage guys <laughs> this was not in the plan at all by the way all of this unpacking but I obviously it's a lot though in all seriousness like I'm I'm saying it as a joke but also it's not a joke because it's very real you know I'm saying it in a light-hearted real way these are all things that I'm feeling and unfortunately in society I am going to get a little bit serious about it for a second and then I'll get back to my amazing wholesome Harriet Heath <laughs> I don't know why I feel like she has to have like a full name I'm sure she's happy everyone call her Harriet <laughs> also I don't know why <laughs> she's all of a sudden like the main feature of this podcast <laughs> I've only met her the once um but anyway my friend Becca who introduced us she does listen to the podcast and she's gonna die at this <laughs> I can only imagine anyway needless to say back to my existential societal crisis in all seriousness if you are a woman who is the main caregiver of any child that you may have with your partner and your partner goes to work and his work is you know, like, I don't want to say stuck, but in an office, like there's a base, a headquarters, so to speak, headquarters makes it sound so, <laughs> so like official. <laughs> George just, I say just runs. He is amazing at his job and I love him so much. And I'm grateful for the stability that he has offered me um, since we've met, a stability that I have never had in my life. I Let's also say that, you know, so I'm ranting about society and the negative aspects of the situation that I'm in. But I also want to say that I've lived a very nomadic life. And for the first time in my life, I have a sense of stability and a sense of community and a sense of home that I've also never experienced before. So it's not all bad, but you know, <laughs> we're here for the goss, aren't we? And the goss is, <laughs> I need to spread my wings. And that can be hard. If you are a mom, the primary caregiver and your partner is, you know, also bearing the financial weight of your life and their job is, you know, in a place that can't be moved, sometimes it can be really difficult. And I'm somewhat of a free spirit person. And I have struggled and, you know, still do struggle sometimes feeling like I'm just I have to be in this one place. Um, anyway, that went off in a whole other tangent that I hadn't at all expected. Uh, back to Harriet. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but seriously, I went to so this <laughs> event, Pilates event. It was so good. I never do stuff for myself like that. I think also it was at the weekend. It was a Saturday morning. Firstly, like I said, I don't often do things like that because more often than not, they are in places like London or potentially, you know, Cambridge. I'm sure there's loads happening in Cambridge, but it feels far away. And both of them are like 45 minutes um, from where I am in opposite directions. But it just feels quite far away. And also, especially at the weekend, I think there's this pressure that I should be with my family because obviously in the week, George is at work. And I don't know if anyone else resonates with this, but I think at the weekend, sometimes I feel bad, even though it is literally the only time that I'm able to do something for myself without having to pay someone else to have eyelash so that I can do something for myself. And also, I think in a way, it offers George the opportunity to spend some quality time with Isla because otherwise, when does he get the chance to do that? Never. So I'm really glad that I was like, I'm doing this. I say that as if, you know, George wouldn't be happy otherwise to confirm. If anything, he's the biggest cheerleader for me in terms of saying like, I go do X, Y, Z, whatever. So yeah. But I'm so happy that I did it. It was, oh my God. I just, I don't do things like that. As a yoga teacher, you may imagine that I'm forever going to like workshops and events, but I really rarely do. And I miss it so much. And I'm so grateful that I went. And also Pilates, not something that I've done before, but it was really, really interesting to do a practice that I think is seen as relatively similar to yoga. And don't get me wrong, there were aspects that were really, really similar, but also it's so different um that being said I mean just like yoga there's loads of different styles of Pilates and you know the way the person teaches it is you know different from another person teaching it um yeah it was really amazing um if you're feeling a little bit stuck and needing to take time for yourself take this as a sign that you should book yourself into anything that you want to do whether it's ballroom dancing whether it's I don't know going swimming or just booking in a coffee date a wine date with a friend go do it because oh it was everything that I needed and more and also it's actually really motivated me to think about starting to plan an event. And I say this loosely because I'm nervous because there's obviously fear and demons on my shoulder telling me that if I put on a yoga event, no one's going to show up. Um, but I think I'm gonna, yeah, I'm planting a seed with you guys. If it doesn't happen, don't hold me to it. <laughs> but I think I would like to maybe in the autumn or something like that, kind of invite in the new season. How fucking wanky is that? But if you come to any of my yoga events that I will hopefully hold in the future, you'll realize that actually I love a bit of wank. So, you know, if you like it, great, come. And if you don't, that's okay. No judgment. You don't have to come, but also please come. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, really freeing to do something just for me because the reality is you can't do anything and everything with a kid. And it's a fine line because I do believe that you should live with the mindset of not feeling like you're held back by your children or not held back by them because it's not their fault, bless them. And I never want Isla to feel that anything that I'm experiencing is because of her, if that makes sense. It's just how I'm dealing with it. Anyway, I'm going off in a bit of a tangent again, but actually, you know what, on that note, there is something that I've been um, thinking about. I, I want to share that 
recently I reached out to a mom who I knew had undergone a hell of a journey in terms of becoming a mom. And I asked her whether she was interested and willing to share her story on the podcast with us all. She politely declined, which I totally respect. It's such a personal thing. And although she didn't need to justify herself, she did share that her reason for, you know, declining the offer was because she was scared that potentially one day her children could hear everything that she had to say. And this hit a nerve with me because it is something that I think about. I worry sometimes that Isla might hear all of this and think that it was her fault and somehow carry guilt for her mom, me, struggling through life. And so I'm getting a bit emotional. I um I just want to take a second to say that whether it's in a few years, 10 years, 20, 30 years, Isla, my angel girl, if you ever come across this, I love you so, so much, more than you could ever know. You have made me a stronger human and the obstacles that I have faced are in no way, shape or form a reflection on you or how much joy you bring me. And I can only hope that by me being open and honest, it gives you, should you ever decide to have children and anyone else listening, it gives you the strength and the courage to know that sometimes even the best gifts, in this case you, Isla, they can come with sacrifices and it is okay to be sad about them whilst also not wanting to change anything. And that shift in mindset can take time and it will look and be different for everyone and there is no shame. And my angel Isla, should you ever decide to become a mom, you are not alone if you find it hard and the challenges of being a mom can coexist with the infinite love that we have for our children and that I have for you. <gasps> okay. <laughs> I have been thinking about that since this woman sent me this message. And I, yeah, it's difficult navigating, you know, those sort of, um, those conflicting emotions, you know, the struggles, but also the pure, pure and infinite love. Um, and this infinite love, you know, it can be there, but it also, it doesn't mean that I want to watch cartoons 24 seven and that's okay. It's okay to have those conflicting feelings. You know, it's not me complaining about the daily slog of parenting or motherhood. It has nothing to do with Isla. And yeah, I know that to a lot of people it is clear, but I, for myself and also should Isla ever listen to this, I want to make that clear. Um, yeah, speaking about cartoons, <laughs> guys, kids cartoons, what the fuck? Why? Why do they need to be rhyming all the effing time? I get that it's a good way for them to learn, but also, ah, it's so annoying. We're on this cartoon at the moment. It's called Yakadi. <laughs> We've moved on from Dougie and George and I are genuinely quite cut up about it. But this Yakadi thing, oh my, <laughs> I can't, I can't. Yakadi, 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 with pop bang. <laughs> oh my gosh, am I going to have to pay like rights? Ooh. Did you? I once heard I was a big fan of One Tree Hill, and this is so irrelevant, but just as an FYI, at one point, Chad Michael Murray, who plays Lucas in One Tree Hill, he sings a song to Peyton, and apparently the producers had to pay rights to the song because he sang the song rather than just speaking the lyrics. Am I now, oh my god, a yakadi, <laughs> a yakadi gonna come and sue me? 
<laughs> the Yakadi group. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Watch this space. Anyway, I really see how it's beneficial for her language development, but it's so annoying. I can't cope. And that really is all I have to say about that. Um, do you know what I think it is? I think my issues with cartoons sometimes, it's the use of actual humans and the combination of them with cartoon creatures. Do you know what I mean? Like Dougie, they're all just animations. Whereas Yakadi or there's other examples, there's like actual humans, but then also animations. And I just, I can't connect with that. I don't know why, but I find it really annoying. And I find the acting in it just awful, which oh, I sound really judgmental also. Like the kids don't care about acting, but I don't know. I just find it, it's, it's too much. I can't cope. <laughs> It's annoying. Um, anyway, tomorrow is Friday and send me your prayers because I'll be with her and it's raining and there'll probably be loads of yakadi on. So think of me. Okay, to finish off our mumming mishap of the week from Laura on Instagram. Thank you so much for sending it in. Laura's mumming mishap is forgetting to put SPF on my son's hands. They burnt a little. I felt terrible, but they didn't fall off. Laura, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say that most of us have definitely been there. <laughs> George and I, when we went to Greece, this was a couple of years ago. No, last summer. I can't remember. Yeah, Isla's not been born. Yeah, it was last summer. We went to Greece for two weddings that we had. What are the odds? Um, back to back in Greece and the couples don't know each other. Honestly, what a coincidence. But anyway, it was so hot. Middle of all August and we decided to go on this hike because we love hiking, walking, blah blah. Isla was in the sling and she'd fallen asleep. Great. Her head was covered but her arms were just in the sun no matter what we did. But also we should have probably um, put her in a long sleeve top, but we hadn't really thought about it, if I'm perfectly honest. And it, it's hot. Like you don't think to put your child in a long sleeve top when it's so hot. Needless to say, we were on this hike and we had absolutely nothing. I ended up, I was wearing a bikini top and then a t-shirt on top. I ended up taking my t-shirt off to wrap it like around Isla's arms so that we could protect her arms because we kept adding sun cream on but sometimes when the sun is that hot I swear it still goes red anyway irrelevant don't want to take the limelight off Laura thank you so much for sending in your mumming mishap just to say I have been there you are not alone please send me in your mumming mishaps if you would like to feature they can absolutely be anonymous so let me know you can find me on Instagram my new and improved <laughs> at Magli Swift underscore or send them to me via email hello at magliswift.com that is it from me today I think next week we have Sophie Callahan talking all things building a personal brand and using Instagram to run a business she actually is the one that I spoke to not during the podcast but afterwards um, and she encouraged me to merge my two pages so I'm really grateful for her she's so fab mama of two and she shares some great tips and tricks with us as well as some amazing words of wisdom for women wanting to build a more flexible life for themselves. I will speak to you guys next week. Mwah! Ciao!